Hello, and welcome to the second episode of the Deaf to All But Metal podcast. Welcome. I'm Gary Grimm. And I'm Tane. For, for those of you that listened to the last episode, you probably heard the abomination that was Tane's attempt at a theme song for the podcast. I felt it was a personal win because I actually still had Lars Ulrich contact me to see if he could use it. <laughs> but... Anyway, Gary didn't think it was fit, so... If that's a personal win, man, you, you really <laughs> need to have a long, hard look at your life. <laughs> but um, Gary has actually worked on our, our own theme song. I did. I spent hours uh, in the studio putting something together and uh, a bit more professional, if I do say so myself, than the last attempt. Well, I mean, I mean, let's hear it. I mean, let's see. All right. Here it is. Deaf. 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 So what do you think, man? Uh, more professionally, you say. Yeah, uh, like I know I'm a bit of a perfectionist in the studio, so... Yeah, right. And how many hours? How many hours did that take? Lost. I was so wrapped up and I lost track of time. Well, look, to, to put it bluntly, not only was that also possibly equally as horrible as my attempt, uh, it may also... We might actually have legal issues for using that. Even if it would normally fall under fair use, that was actually so terrible that there may be legal grounds against us. Oh, it's true. The guys from Steel Panther are famous for not having a sense of humor. That's that's what I've heard. Anyway. Uh, all right. Well, let's cut that out of the podcast. I'll, I'll get to it later anyway. Yeah, we'll, we'll keep working on it. All right. Uh, so welcome. Episode two. Uh, we've got some news to, to start us off with, and then we'll start talking about some new releases. Cool. So the first thing is big news. Uh, we get to play for you. Uh, uh, it's a new track from the forthcoming Fenrir album, Loki Slaughter. Fenrir, if you've not heard, we may have referenced them in the first episode, but these we guys did, are yeah. an amazing local band. Uh, awesome battle metal stuff. We're super excited that uh, they gave us permission to use this. So this will be the first time you're hearing it anywhere as well. Yeah, so keep an eye out, uh, or an ear out, <laughs> How, however you listen to things. We're not so, going to hold it against you. Exactly. We don't discriminate. If you listen with your eyes, then uh, keep an eye out. But if you listen with your ears... Much better. Keep an ear out for that track that will be coming up uh, around the end of the podcast. And uh, the second piece of news I have is that uh, your time in this realm of consciousness is finite. Every second that elapses draws you nearer to the cessation of your life. I've also realized, thinking about this more, that uh, even no matter how much effort we mentally put into this, we're still not going to be able to totally comprehend the fact that there is nothingness after our death. I think that's more of a reminder than news, though. Well, yeah, not so much news. It's just a, a kind of constant presence within all of us yeah it weighs upon us all yeah uh, at all times if you're anything like me <laughs> so let's uh get started 
So what have we got up first? So the first band we're going to be looking at today is a band called Wilderness King. Uh, they're from Cape Town in South Africa, and they've just released an album called Mystical Future. Uh, these guys are, I want to say, like a post-black metal uh, band. With their tracks on this album, kind of alternate between softer, atmospheric, and more kind of rocky or shoegaze tracks, and like epic, soaring black metal tracks. Yeah, I mean, I found, uh, as Gary was saying, uh, definitely a post-metal influence here. I mean, I could hear a lot of sort of later Deaf Heaven sound musically. But also within the vocals, uh, you can hear references to sort of more traditional black metal like Windir uh, and even early, early Catatonia releases as well, I thought. That's right. I, a lot of... I, I kind of get reminded a little bit of the stuff that's coming out of the US in the black metal scene at the moment. Mm, yeah, definitely. Uh, you can definitely hear that. But again, they've got a sound of their own. There's a lot in this album that mm. is just... It goes in a lot of different directions. Yeah, and to be honest, I really must say, I mean, I don't know much about the South African metal scene, but I really wasn't expecting this sound to be coming out of there, and it's it's really cool. It is really cool. And uh, let's listen to some now. We've got a track. Uh, it's the second track of uh, Mystical Future, and it's called I Will Go To Your Tomb.
that was Wilderness King with their new track, I Will Go To Your Tomb. And next up we're going to be talking about, uh, unfortunately we won't be able to play this one for you, but we really wanted to tell you about it, Voivod's new EP, Post Society. Voivod being from Quebec, from Canada, uh, this releases on Century Media as well. And Gary, uh, what did you think of this one here? Uh, I love this EP. Uh, if you're a fan of Voivod or if you're new to Voivod, it's amazing. It's a good place to start, even just as an introduction. But uh, these guys, they're like, I guess they're a thrash band. There's definitely a thrash undercurrent to what they do. Yeah, and I found it really hard to actually start with these guys. I, my first experience was actually only the last album, which varied greatly to this release. Uh, but, and it's also hard to pick, it's hard to sort of talk about contemporaries with these guys as well, because they do change quite often, and what they put in there as well is sort of so far out there. They're definitely known to go off into strange and often unexpected directions, and definitely. this release is no different. Well, yeah, I mean, I would say definitely very angular, uh, but almost just spastic. The, the directions they go in so many... Oh god. The the riffs are crazy. Uh the you just you don't know where they're gonna end up. Mm. Uh there's a lot of melody in this one, not that Voivod are really strangers to melody, but I just think it songwriting wise it really worked on this EP. Yeah. And uh it all ends with a amazing Voivod-esque cover <laughs> of Hawkwind's uh, Silver Machine. That was incredible. Uh, which is really great. But also, just for the rest of the songs as well, uh, one thing that um, definitely wasn't present in the last album uh, to this extent, but just the layering, and as you were saying, Gary, as well, both on a melodic level, but just all the rhythmic stuff happening underneath, this is something that I'm actually going to be listening to for quite a while, I think. I think I've, I've listened to it about three times today, and... Um, gave me chills man it was like the first time i heard raw or um killing technology or any of that early stuff mm. it just was like a whole new band anyway like we said we can't play a track off it unfortunately but check the links in the description on soundcloud yeah and we'll we'll uh, send you in the right direction to be yeah. able to listen and to purchase like the always EP. yeah you'll be able to find links at the bottom of this uh, both for purchase, because we do encourage you to actually do that, but for the things that we can't play as well, you'll also be able to find links to that. So, But as for things that we can play... Aha, uh -huh, indeed. Up next, we have Inverloch from Melbourne, Australia, and their new album is called Distance Collapsed. They're on uh, re uh, Relapse Records. Uh, Tane, what did you think of this one? Well, uh, I mean, it was... Again, these guys I didn't actually really know about, even though they're local, but uh, there's a lot of old death metal sound here. And it was kind of cool because I could pick uh, a few bands that I'm a fan of, you know, like I even found some Bolt Thrower and whatnot, but then also the Doom aspect of it as well was kind of unexpected for me. Yeah, it's, it's a really dark mix of both Doom and death metal elements. Mm. Uh, but they kind of get the slow crushing doom dirge yeah it's thick and it's oppressive definitely to like a more brutal death blast 
and they kind of interweave those two things seamlessly without sounding contrived or forced. Yeah, I mean, I kind of like a... It's funny, there are a lot of bands that seem to be doing this in the last few years, which is cool, and it's, I guess, unprecedented since, like, the last, maybe, before the last few years, perhaps. And I do think about bands like Paul Bearer, where it's de- it's definitely doom. Uh, this has less melody than a band like, say, Paul Bearer, uh, and there's a lot more growling and whatnot, but it's the subtler hints that they have throughout as well. Uh, there's some longer tracks on this album as well, which I really love. But Gary, what were you thinking of playing for this one? Uh, I think the track that we were going to play from this album was called uh, Lucid Delirium. And that's coming up now. Uh, Also, uh, check out the deluxe edition of this album. There are some extra tracks on there and they're really worth having a listen to. So here we go with uh, Lucid Delirium.
you have been listening to Lucid Delirium from Inverloc. And next we will be talking about the new release by a new project called Skugsia, which is Ivar Bjornsson from Enslaved and Einar Selviks from Vajruna, their new album. It's called A Peace for Mind and Mirror. It's out on Season of Mist now. Yeah, these uh, Norwegian guys, if you don't know the bands that they're from, firstly, get listening yeah, to what their are you back catalog. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you listening to us when you could be listening to their awesome music? Uh, Enslaved is uh, they're one of the original uh, Norwegian black metal bands from the 90s who have just kept going, uh, taking the black metal into all different uh, really interesting directions mm. and of course Wadruna uh, play more uh, traditional Norwegian folk music with using a lot of traditional instruments and whatnot and you can hear a lot of elements from both bands on this album mm. however they, they meld it together effectively like a true collaboration it's not like each member's ideas are pushing their way to the forefront yeah think. and i think that was so successful because listening to the last few releases from enslaved they have actually been starting to explore those directions musically as well i mean you can hear obviously both in subject matter with their lyrics but musically as well uh thinking about songs like thoughts like hammers and whatnot uh so they have been moving in that way anyway but uh it's it's just such a perfect meld this album i really loved it Uh, i'm glad they made it too originally it was just uh it was just supposed to be a live presentation of music uh, written in uh, honor of the 200th Norwegian Constitution. Mm. Something we were all celebrating. Exactly. <laughs> but they decided to turn it into a studio album, so it had a, a wider reach, basically. Yeah. Um, it's really good. I wish we could play some for you because yeah. I love this album a lot. The link is below, and I mean, I just I gotta say it was just so cool because I mean, I've only very briefly been to Norway, but the music is so evocative. I mean, you can close your eyes and listen to it, and you know you do think about fjords and the old sagas, and it's it's really cool, but not in a kind of cheesy battle metal way. It's sort of that meditative thing that Vardruna have happening as well, mixed with atmospheric stuff as well, that yeah. is present there, but also with the later enslaved. Yeah, it's it's definitely not for all metalheads, because it's not an entirely metal album. No. Even, even though there are a lot of metal elements in there. Yeah, thematically, it definitely is, but musically it's... Uh, Maybe a little bit quieter, but I'd definitely say give it a listen, you know, persist with it, because I think it's a beautiful album. And speaking of fjords and uh, whatnot... Yes, and also your new uh, haircut as well. <laughs> uh, yeah. And the fact that I'm sitting here in chainmail, but... Yeah, well, there's that too. Uh, yes, and unfortunately your sword is showing. Ah, so. oh, sorry about that. It just sticks out of my hallbook sometimes. <laughs> but speaking of all things uh, Viking, uh, we actually have... Uh, we get to play a track for you from the new Amon Amarth album called Yom's Viking. Indeed. Uh, that's out on... Metal Blade. Metal Blade. Mm-hmm. Now, um, when Amonamath started releasing tracks for this album, I was talking to Tane about it, and I was noticing that both him and I 
had differing opinions about what was being released. What we were thinking of doing was I was going to let Tane give his views on the album mm. and then I was going to give my views on the album and then uh, we were going to play a track of it just because I feel like we have a lot of different things to say. So we haven't discussed yeah. this previous to the podcast. We've, yeah. We've, we've been, been saving it. For, yeah. For it's been now. hard. It has been really hard to not talk about it. Yeah. Because we're both... Uh, I'm a very big Amonamath fan and Gary's a fan as well. But So let's kick it off. Let's have you talk about it a little bit. This is the first album since losing Frederick Anderson, uh, who's been a big part of their sound for pretty much their entire career. Uh, this new guy, uh, Tobias Turben Gustafsson, uh, he's been in a couple of bands, Cut Up and God Macabre. I did look these guys up, but to be honest, they're not actually that well known. So, I mean, I couldn't really do a little bit of research and kind of see what it might sound like before the tracks were released. But look, I mean, uh, we've both listened to the album a couple of times now. Yeah, it's only just come out so at the time of this recording, so we've only, I've only listened to it twice. Yeah, same, same. So... It is different, definitely different. I would say if you're used to a kind of certain brutality from a monomath, it's still there, but it's also kind of been traded a little bit for more of a battle metal sound in the sense that there's it's a slightly more accessible sound. The guitars are pulled back a bit, and Jorn Hegg actually vocally shines through a bit more. He's a little bit more featured, which I actually thought was a really cool part of the album. Um, and, you know, if you're into the historic stuff or if you're into the lyrics with these guys, the Jorn's Viking thing is the story, and so you can hear that quite well, and I found that was one of the things about the album that I really, really liked. Uh, but uh, I must say there are a couple of things that I just found uh, I can't quite let go of. First of all, the, the riffs and the pace are a bit derivative of songs that already exist. Uh, there's a bit of filler on here, I have to say, and that's something I'm not used to in an Amonomath album. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to list them off, but if you're a fan and you know the material, listen to yourself, I'm sure you're going to hear it. Uh, they've got their 10 albums through fair enough I mean they're writing about Vikings there's only so many things you can do <laughs> so that's fine that's cool uh, and there are songs that I still found really did hit maybe not quite as much as normally but songs like Raise Your Horns or 1000 Burning Arrows I mean listen below anyway uh, to, to the rest of it but I did find that kind of stuck with me uh, what about you though Gary? Well, the way I see it, the last few albums by Monomath I found a little too derivative of what they've been doing. It was just, it seemed like a lot of rehashing. Mm. And I think with the lineup change here, uh, and I think they've obviously been taking a lot of criticism on board about them kind of just r repeating the same old thing. I think they really have tried to change their sound uh, and it's been effective in a lot of ways. I mean, that there are a lot of times in this album where you hear the older monomath and it's nothing new, but there's parts where it sounds like old school riffing, like Iron Maiden almost. Like you were saying, uh, Johan's vocals um, 
definitely showcased uh, quite a bit in this album. There are times though when that vocal phrasing is just the, exactly the same as some of the old stuff. I could sing runes to my memory yeah. along with some of the songs and it fit perfectly. Yeah. That said, this is kind of like a transitional album, I feel. Mm. You know when bands start experimenting with new sounds and then they're kind of at this crossroads where they could just go back and do their old stuff again or they could keep exploring down this new path that they've opened up it feels like it's one of those albums where Mm. maybe the next thing they do is gonna be off in a bit of a different direction and i think that's what they really need are you thinking like say the last two opeth albums yeah that's that's a good example uh mastodon Mm. is another good example of people that have done that yeah uh cradle of filth to their detriment (laughs) well it doesn't work for everyone exactly (laughs) well i mean look and i still think it's a good album and i do hold out hope that it is one of those transition ones i I think the thing about this album is and i like the better amonomath albums like uh, with odin by our side and whatnot uh, Mm. there's just this element of fun to it yeah and I think if you take it in that kind of spirit, then you'll find a lot to enjoy on this album. Definitely. And to be honest, I think they, that's part of the direction they move as well. Like uh, Things like the song we're going to play shortly, you'll definitely see that. The one thing I must say that I'm not sure about, and I really kind of hope they don't go in this direction. So you think, okay, I'm on a math. They're great. It's like, what other metal bands do you like? And it's like, well, you know, let's do a mix up. That'll be cool like Doro, maybe Doro appearing on a particular song and that's happened and I don't feel good about it it's it's not one of my favorite tracks on the album but I will not hear a bad word against Doro she's amazing she I, is. I saw her live in France and um she that really kind of uh, opened my eyes to how great she really is seeing alive so just hearing her be be involved with these guys i think that's cool it's a cool idea uh i wish the execution was maybe a little different you guys decide anyway anyway we're not playing that track (laughs) no but what track are we playing i think it's time raise your horns a nice drinking song for guys in the pit i think uh the next time i'm on a month go on tour and really, if you go and see a Monomath live and you don't bring a drinking horn to a gig, then you're a fool. You're and a damn fool. It has a double meaning. It has your drinking horn and it has your metal oh, horns. Oh, oh, I see what they did there now. I, know. Oh, I get it. I get it. It's deep. Uh, <laughs> actually, uh, while we're on this subject, this was supposed to be a... Uh, a uh, fuck what's the word i'm looking for a concept album yeah a lot of the, the concept didn't really come through that much to me it, like it did for like every second track yeah that's the thing and i am as we discussed in the first episode a nerd and the yom's vikings are actually i mean read up on it it's great like if you like i'm on a math or you don't if you're a nerd it's it's an awesome awesome story uh but it doesn't really touch on it to be honest did like you- did you notice I didn't dispute the fact that you're a nerd? No one's disputing the fact that I'm a nerd. But yeah, it just didn't come across. It did a little bit. In, in some of the tracks, you could kind of hear it. But I had to know what the story was about beforehand to kind of get what... The, I think it all 
came to a head in the last track and the last track's probably one of my favorite yeah. tracks it's actually a it's great really, album around it yeah it's really epic and it just kind of brings everything to a close but that's not what we're listening to we're listening to raise your horns so, so here raise we go your horns. raise your fucking horns <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we fought hard and we'll fail brutally. 
That was Raise Your Horns by Amon Amarth. Uh, let's see. That's about it for the really well-known bands that we're going to be playing today. And all of the Viking stuff. And, well, not quite. Oh, true, 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 true. Not quite. Fenrir, uh, they got a the bit of that battle metal kind of... that. The track that we're playing is called Odin's Retribution, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. I'll, uh, I'll give them that. But uh, we're just going to talk about a, a band we won't be playing, but uh, we'll have a bit of a talk about them. They're called uh, Church of Misery. They're from Tokyo in Japan. And this album is called And Then There Were None. Uh, this is some groovy as fuck stone metal with a bit of bluesy and jazzy kind of touches here and there. Even some 70s kind of stuff in there. Tane, what did you think about it? This was awesome. I mean, you know, uh, anyone who knows me knows I love my stoner, psychedelic sludgy kind of stuff. These guys never disappoint in that regard. Uh, This album, uh, everything grabbed immediately like it just really bursts out of the gates i found uh the dirtiness on this is so present uh and it's kind of cool because i mean if you know these guys uh there are obviously sort of i mean cathedral or a a contemporary um and even spiritual beggars and so you have that kind of jammy kind of cool stuff but this was harder dirtier uh, straight away, I love this album. Yeah, I mean, for for these guys, uh, they're not exactly reinventing the wheel. No, God, no. Uh, but what they do, they do extremely well with their big catchy riffs, and they're, they're like they're still using the serial killer theme, like they have done with uh, mm-hmm. most of the other stuff. Yeah, that and was great fun as well. If you get a chance to see them live as well, they are one of the better live shows I've ever seen, <laughs> especially especially in the stoner field. They uh, they are crazy, crazy motherfuckers. Yeah, just so fun. I mean, Dr. Death from this album I thought was so cool. Like, cool spoken word intro, you know, real serial killer, like they, you know, like they usually do. But, I mean, you'll see for yourselves when you listen. Indeed. So check out the links below. Buy, support, listen, all that good stuff. Uh, what's next? Uh, next, we're going to be listening to a band called Alter Rage. They've just released a new album called Nile, uh, which is through Iron Bonehead Records. These guys come from Spain. <laughs> Gary, what did you think? Well, firstly, I just want to say a big thank you to Iron Bonehead Records for being so cool. Yeah, uh, you guys are rad. I mean, uh, most most of the uh, labels that we've dealt with have been really awesome. Uh, Iron Bonehead is no obs- uh, exception to this. Uh, but they just have so many solid releases and constant stream of really dark, underground, uh, really dirty death black doom metal stuff and i mean gary and i've been obviously we listen to a lot of music for this podcast Mm -hmm. and i can't really think of any releases that i've been disappointed in from these guys so we're super excited to bring something to you from them yeah i I definitely think this won't be the last time we'll be uh, featuring some i'm bonehead (laughs) on here but uh ultra man it's really that 
I guess they're a death metal band. Mm. The sound is really thick and oh, muddy. So dense. But not so much that you can't hear what's going on. It's it's strange. It's just like a drill into your skull. It's just almost almost unrelenting. Uh there are a few kind of doomy elements to it as well mm. so it is a little bit like envelope in that respect but not as clean sounding and it leads more towards the death side of the spectrum than envelope too yeah definitely but i mean uh, one thing about this the mix that they've come up with i mean like we were saying it's thick it's dense it's very oppressive uh but some things you know the vocals just rise out of it enough it's uh you know like gasping for air being buried in bodies that's what i think of when i listen to this that that vocalist is not a human <laughs> something i if you have a look at the album cover i think the vocalist is actually the creature on the album cover i highly suspect that the thing on the cover of this album is the vocalist's cock well, I guess we just see what we want to see. <laughs> uh, anyway, we're going to play a track from uh, Neil. Uh, which which track are we going to play, Tane? We're going to be listening to Woomerous. Woomerous. Here we go.
Horus from Alter Age. How heavy was that? It's so, <laughs> so heavy. And also, speaking of so, so heavy... Oh, yes. Uh, we've, uh, we've got another band as well, also from Spain. Um, these guys are called Wormed. They've just released an album called Krigsu, which is through Season of Mist. Yeah. Um, instantly, you're just, you're just punched in the face and the ears... And it doesn't stop until the end of the album and until your head is just a fine pink paste. Yeah, this is a... I think I've used the word unrelenting already in the podcast, but this is the definition of unrelenting. They're they're a technical uh, death metal band. They play at inhuman speeds <laughs> speeds that i didn't think possible you listen to the drummer on that thing and check out the links below f- find the album and just have a listen on Bandcamp yeah. or something and when then we first listened when we first listened to this together we i just started laughing because it's i mean it's amazing and it's heavy but just what they do is fucking fantastic it's fucked and it's awesome I enjoyed this album a bit more than their last album. The last album I thought was good, but it was just, I don't know, it just didn't connect with me for some reason. This time, I think the songs are short and sharp and just to the point. Mm. They fit so much into the short amount of time that they're actually playing for. Uh, So you definitely get uh, your money's worth there. It's intense. Yeah, I mean, one thing though as well, you know, when you when you listen to stuff like this, it sort of starts on 10 as far as, uh, you know, volume and speed and everything, and it, it doesn't sort of seem to leave that as far as dynamics are concerned. You sort of get a bit tired or, you know, you just become numb to it. But uh, the dynamic stuff they do here, I mean, they do keep up the speed, they do keep up the volume, uh, but there's a bit of pitch shift innovation here as well across the recording, not just for... For one instrument, uh, it affects everything, and when it hits you, it's... I've never really experienced this in a recording before. See, I'm not, like, the technical nerd when it comes to metal, <laughs> so I, I can't really comment on any of that. I just... If you, you have ADHD or something, and you just want something super technical and in your face, check out Wormed yeah. uh, below. Kriksu, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Now we've got one more uh, Iron Bonehead release to talk about. And this band is my girlfriend Natchez's, one of her favorite bands at the moment. She's listened to it nonstop. They're called Darkmar. They're from Switzerland, and don't get them confused with the other Darkma. There, there is another band called Darkma who kind of, uh, I don't know. I guess they sound like My Chemical Romance compared to these guys, man. Uh, so, if if you're searching, look at the links. If you if you're gonna search, make sure you put Switzerland in there so you don't get them confused with yeah, the other band. Or you'll be bitterly bitterly disappointed. But like I said. Out through Iron Bonehead Records, their album is called Astuad Zor, and that is the 100% correct pronunciation as of always, that album. As always. You can talk to our elocution teachers and everything. Sure. <laughs> um. But anyway. 
<laughs> can't stand him. That's for the musical nerds out there. That's from The Sound of Music when the the female lead is getting elocution lessons. Anyway. That's, okay. We're, we've been talking about nerds, but that's another level. Did so I anyway. say The Sound of Music? I meant Singing in the Rain. Anyway. <laughs> You know, musicals are always good to bring up when you're talking about a band like Dark Martin. What did you think about them? Um, these guys, again, I find they're instantly very evocative visually as well. Uh, I mean, it's to me, I would say it sounds like the guttural sounds outside a music festival, except the festival is a festival of human sacrifice and demonic summonings as well. It's yeah, just I- screeching, screaming hell sounds... Yeah, uh, there's a lot of... In the background of the actual music, you can hear a lot of torturous screams and just hellish noises that uh, really add to the atmosphere that these guys are, are putting across. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, it's uh, they do it in such a way where it's constantly present, but it's not taking away from the actual featured sections of the music as well. They're just a, another band that's really a dance uh, sounding and um, they kind of skip between death and black metal uh, pretty seamlessly. Yeah, I mean, the, the it does lean to black. Uh, I mean, the lo-fi production yeah. and whatnot is a more traditional kind of black metal sound. But yeah, what, what they do definitely has both. Uh, yeah, a little bit of both in there. Anyway, uh, we're going to listen to a track from the album that I pronounced earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Astuahad Zor. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I couldn't have said it better myself. Uh, this track, <laughs> this track is called "Alter Flesh Upon Me."
have been listening to Dukma and their new track, Alter Flesh Upon Me. Well, we say new. That actually, uh, we cheated again. That came out at the end of 2015 in December. True, but cut us some slack, guys. Like we said, there's a lot of stuff we want to handle. I kind of felt like it deserved a listen. It got a little bit overlooked because at the end of the year, it's a really hard time to release new material. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> we're, we're just about wrapping up. Uh, we've still got Fenrir's track to uh, get to, but we just want to give a few thanks and talk about what's coming up at uh, Def Tour But Metal at the club. Firstly, I'd just like to thank uh, Greg and Pat and the staff at the Valve Bar for putting up with Death Tour But Metal. Yeah. Uh, they do an amazing job yeah. and they're really cool guys, yeah. very professional. They look after us and they look after all you guys that come Super along. Super supportive. So show your support back. We've also been getting some uh, kind words from another podcast, uh, I think that, which is based out in the western suburbs of Sydney. This is a Voice of Chaos podcast. Uh, if you want to check them out, check out the links in SoundCloud and give them a listen and show them some support as well. Yeah, these guys are great. I mean, they handle kind of different stuff to us as well, but they've yeah they've shown their support for us, and we want to do the same because we think what they're doing is awesome. Yeah, they they play a lot of local stuff, uh, and yeah, check it out. Mm. Uh, also, the University of Sydney Metal Society. Uh, we've just they've started a radio show which is really cool uh, we'll, we'll put a link to where you can find out more info about that in the yeah. description that's on Tuesday nights anyway so and uh, a bunch of them uh, came out to the club uh, the last club that we had yeah on, yeah which was really cool yeah and um, thanks for the support guys. yeah that's great and so good to see you guys actually doing this because this is the first year of the society isn't it mm-hmm. that's right uh, it's a it's a worthy a worthy um project so, so yeah i mean if you're at sydney uni and you haven't heard of this and you're a metalhead by all means get in contact with them we'll have the information below indeed and uh last but not least i'd like to thank the guys at utopia records where we get our prizes from for like black metal twister and stuff at the club and mm. uh, and our vinyl fixes and yeah exactly yeah but they're I mean, super supportive they've they've given us shout outs and whatnot yeah they've been so much help and they're all such freaking awesome guys i mean i love just going in there for a chat as well but i mean it's great because doing the podcast it's and doing the club it's a great excuse for us to be able to pick up some sweet shit as well so do it do it go in now yeah, I, I think if you're listening to this and you haven't heard of Utopia Records and you're in Sydney, then, um, you know, you best remedy that as soon as possible. <laughs> One last thing before we get to Fenry's uh, new track. I just wanted to say uh, thanks to everyone that showed up to our last uh, club. on the, Our bad Friday. Our bad Friday on the 25th of March. It turned out to be a really good Friday. Yeah. We had Jesus and the Holy Ghost there. We had burlesque. We had uh, the mighty, mighty disintegrator thrashing people's faces off. That was a fucking incredible set, guys. Black Metal Twister, cool people, huge turnout. I was very happy and I was very drunk. 
as yeah, well. We so. were both drunk. I mean, everyone was drunk. <laughs> Apologies for anyone I talked at. <laughs> uh, but the next one coming up, you don't want to miss out because uh, it's on the 15th of April. And from the Northern Territory, we talked about them in the last podcast. It's Miasma. Uh, they are doing the Sydney album launch at Death to Orbit Metal for mm. their new album, uh, North. North. Mm. Uh, definitely worth checking out and they're with special guests uh, Necrology uh, Newcastle uh, brutal death metal band we'll also have the usual DJs and games and prizes and any other craziness we can come up with before the that show yeah I'm sure we'll have some surprises for you guys anyway let us dilly dally no longer it's time for Fenrir it's time guys this uh, isn't so we have a track that has not been released yet uh it's from the band's upcoming album which is called loki slaughter and they will be launching this album on the 2nd of april which is a saturday at the boldface stag and man this lineup that's pretty great the supports are snow leopard pizza gut war of attrition head in a jar and of course disintegrator who we mentioned earlier, uh, you don't want to miss it. No, honestly, it's going to be amazing. And I mean, uh, I mean, if you didn't catch Disintegrator at our club uh, last week, now's the perfect time. Exactly. So the, these guys have already released one track from the album, the title track, actually, mm. and it's epic. I, I've heard them play it live a bunch of times, of course. Yeah, it's fucking great. And it really translated into the studio quite well. But uh, this one has not been heard. By uh, human ears. Well, not the studio recording hasn't been heard yet. Yes, true. Yes. But, uh, but you'll hear it here. Uh, we've had a listen. What did you think, team? Uh, so this new track, Odin's Retribution, it's amazing. As soon as it kicks off, uh, there are just so many excellent vintage classic sort of power metal sounds from all over the shop, uh, but just great little hints. They make it their own, though. Yeah, it's brilliant. You know, as soon as I heard it, I, I thought Quarthon. I was like, oh, fucking sick. This is great. But what about you, man? Yeah, uh, I agree with all that. There's definitely a lot of little uh, bits and pieces of speed metal and epic power metal stuff in there. Just everything that makes Fenrir the awesome band. Yeah, that's it. I mean, they, they wear their, their influences on their sleeve, and they always have, but it's always been... Fenrir. It's always, yeah. It's yeah. been unique to them as well, at the same time. Let's do it. And we'll say goodbye and we'll leave you with uh, Fenrir with Odin's Retribution. Thanks for listening, guys. Get some Odin's Retribution up, you guys. <laughs> up, up around, in your up, vicinity. Up, in and around. Yeah, just the tip, the whole thing, however much. Well, his spear you. was three-pronged, so, I mean, let's not even get into that. It has one eye. anyway anyway thanks for listening thanks guys hope to have you back again for episode three yep we'll catch you next time here we are with odin's retribution
I thought the theme that I recorded was good. Shut up. Poured my heart and soul into that. Many hours of my life just went into that theme song. Well, uh, matches the uh, rest of your life then in in quality. Uh, Futility? Yeah. Yeah. You want to go make out? Sure.